Well, I got a story in a second. This is the last oh, yeah. Second. I like we stories. At... Oh, it's not a good story. It's not a good story, but it's just a story. I didn't say I like good stories. I said I like stories. <laughs> I just like stories. Um, so uh, we, on my team, and I don't know if anyone from, I've, I know a couple of my coworkers have listened before. I don't really? know how many listen regularly. Congrats. Yeah, CJ just listened to Higher Power the other day because we were talking about the song. Cool. And then we were texting while we were about to record, and she's like, "What she? Well, oh, she texted me later. <laughs> she texted me and, and with like the laugh emoji. She said acapella drumming, <laughs> and she thought that was a funny bit. So um, yeah. but <laughs> so whenever. I work on a marketing group where we have a lot of designers who design a lot of uh, digital materials, print materials, mm-hmm. you know, materials. And part of the process, because we're professionals, is like second pair of eyes reviews, right? Like, yeah. look at it. Are there any errors, especially in like text and sentences? And so there's there is a debate on the team because my boss and her kind of second in command, her kind of assistant, you know, sales manager mm-hmm. person, uh, they are both non Oxford comma users. But oh. myself and CJ, who are the next layer underneath, big vampire weekend fans, big vampire weekend fans, big Oxford comma. Yes. You know, who gives a fuck about the Oxford? We do. Yeah, we give a fuck mm-hmm. about the Oxford comma. It's an and so song. it's just always like whenever we whenever we see somebody in the group use an Oxford comma in like a sentence, you know, like in a in a feature sheet or whatever. We well, it's that we give them we 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 Y five and then we also like Y five Y five. I heard that on the tack of the show maybe oh, 14 man. years ago, 13 <laughs> years ago, and I've, I've put it in my parlance ever since. Um, but whenever there's an extra comma use, we're always like, don't show them. Like, this is good. You're good to go. Don't. And then sometimes the edits come in and there, you know, there's like seven or eight edits and one of them is like, remove this comma. Yeah. And we're like, mm, I don't know about that. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to get to my principles on this. So it's just, a, and then we had one of someone on my team, she was, um, she did something and she didn't use the Oxford comma. And then three of us, CJ slacks me in one group and she goes, um, Haley, I'm arguing with Haley about the Oxford comma. She doesn't like using it. And Haley's technically on my team. So I go into a different Slack channel with all of us. And I say, the fuck's wrong with you not using the Oxford comma. And she's like, whoa, and we all, it became a whole thing. Uh, so for Christmas, <laughs> so did you get broke. everyone Oxford dictionaries so that you could just be like, that's a great idea. Team gifts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And now I really hope no one's listening because that would be an amazing <laughs> this year. It's, it's like, or like, you, you know, pin, out. <laughs> shirts that say like, you know, I, you know, Oxford comma for life or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. Our, our boss is getting our marketing group, a bunch of merch, like, you know, cold world banker swag, swag and stuff. So that we, have, yeah. Um, like kind of boxes and for our team specifically, I'm so happy about this we designed a logo for our team because we're like a specific digital marketing team. There's like four of us on it. Yeah. So one of my coworkers, one of the people on my team designed a logo for the team. That's cool. And then we're all getting jackets with the logo on it and mine's going to say captain on it. And I'm so, cause I told my butt, cause we call it the, it's, we, it's this, the logo is like space themed, like a rocket. Okay. Um, not, not necessarily, that's completely different than music of the spheres. Ironically, the whole space theme, but, um, it's space themed. So I was like, I'm, you know, I'm the captain. I said, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a, a patch when I get my jacket. And Tracy's just like, I'll just put, we'll just have them embroider it on. And I'm like, yes, please do. <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to, it's going to go to my head so quick, but I'm so excited. It's already um, preemptively gone cap- to your head. <laughs> it's already preemptively <laughs> in that <my> head. <laughs> Welcome okay. to Coldplay Are Us, the definitive singular uh, 
I don't want to say best. That's still out for discussion. Yeah. Um, but if there are no we other ones, we could be the worst of the zero. We could. We, of, we are of both us. The, we could be the worst. We're, one. we're the Schrodinger's cat of Coldplay podcasts. We yes. are both the best yes. and the worst at the same time. <laughs> this is by far the best Coldplay podcast out there, and honestly, it's easily the worst Coldplay podcast yeah. out there. It's not really um, comparable, even. No, it's not. It's really not. Yeah. Uh, my name is JD, and I'm Nick. And today we're here, finally on our regular schedule. Sorry, Nick and I both realized we have the same like little coffee mugs that we're sipping out of, yep. and they're both like loud. Like, and now whenever he takes a drink, I feel obligated to do the same thing. So that we'll have <laughs> weird pause breaks every time. <laughs> we'll have Marco Rubio style pause breaks where we're just taking drinks yes. and and awkwardly <laughs> putting things back down. Well, it's been a weird couple. Of, it was a weird first couple of weeks of the podcast because. Yeah. You know, like we've said before, and we don't need to dive into all this again, but we prep for parachutes. Higher power comes out. We do higher power. We do parachutes. Those come out back to back. Now we are at least currently on a pretty regular schedule. And today we are talking about the popular sophomore album from everyone's favorite British band, Coldplay, A Rush of Blood uh, to Your Head. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I did. It's Rush of Blood to the Head. I, I know it's Rush of Blood to the Head. I... I know how particular my as a Coldplay fan, I know how particular Coldplay fans are. And you know how I am about bits like having running bits. I yeah. thought it would be so funny to have to just like periodically put in slightly wrong information, like call the album a rush of blood to your head the yeah. whole time. Cause you know people are like, that's not what it's called. And they'd be totally justified in doing that. But I'm like, what's the point of annoying people just for the sake of annoying just, people? Just for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah. The next that, album that X then Y. If you can see the reaction. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and if people know you well enough to know it's a yeah. bit. Like, if they, because if you just come across as an idiot, then it's like, okay, yeah. Or <laughs> these, these, people don't know, yeah, yeah. these people don't know what they're talking about. But yeah, Rush of Blood to the Head, um, 2002. Um, often regarded or, or uh, very commonly regarded as the best Coldplay album. Um, we're going to oh, discuss boy. that for sure today. Yeah. Um, and and like like we've said before, you know, Nick and I will will sort of talk throughout the week in terms of, like just little things here and there, but we very rarely discuss. We never get into big details. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Songs that I love or, or songs that you don't love or something like that. We just kind of big picture it. And so I was getting a few hints this week from Nick um, that this might not be his favorite album. And so not like of all time, just like in general, you you might not think it's as good as people. (laughs) Okay. Well, we should probably stop here then. If this isn't your favorite album yeah. of all time, I don't know what the point of recording the rest of this podcast is. Yeah. Well, is it um, your favorite album of all time? It's not. Okay. Well, then, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wait, that's. A, <laughs> we should just change our, our podcast to our favorite album of all time, and it's one it's episode, one two episodes. Episode. We could do two episodes, one that's, each, that's and then how, that's it. That's how we wrap this whole thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I was thinking this morning, we forgot to tell everybody in parachutes that yeah. not only will we do like a um b-sides and bits episode at the yep. end but normally in that episode we'll also do a, a, oh, yeah. a rankings so we'll each rank i normally we'll do like our Another top 10 songs fun for us and maybe nobody else but i think people will like it because people like making lists yeah and so hopefully people will like everyone to... likes making ridiculously long <laughs> crazy lists that's what i've learned <laughs> is that no one thinks you're ridiculous for ranking stuff arbitrarily Nah, nah, nah. It's all super common. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll 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 be ranking our favorite songs, and we'll also be doing an album ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you know I think I may have already said earlier that Viva is my favorite Coldplay album of all time. So yep. that cat's out of the out of the bag. But short of that, within each episode, we try not to tell each other our favorite song on the album, and 
overall, we try not to kind of go there and say, oh, this is my favorite Coldplay song and stuff like that, because yeah. we kind of want to keep that surprise or, or guessing towards for towards wanna the be, end. So want to be nice and fresh. So before we dive too far into uh, Russia Blood to uh, our heads, yep. um, I want to just kind of recap more of the higher power stuff that's happened over the past few weeks. Um, okay. Obviously, the most important thing Coldplay have ever done, they played yes. American Idol on Mother's Day, <laughs> which I don't think there's anything more monumental than American Idol on Mother's was, Day. My reaction <laughs> to that was... Oh wow, that show's still going. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing; it wasn't, and then they revived it again. Okay. So, like, okay. you were right for a while. Yeah, I haven't yeah, had cable since like high school, so I, <laughs> I'm just like not. Yeah. Oh no, I did. I've watched it. So they, the big performances they did was they did that, and then they did um, uh, the Brits Awards. They did a performance of it, I believe, out on the Thames River. Yeah, that was spectacular. And both, you know, one thing that was really interesting that we didn't talk too much about in the Higher Power episode was people. Uh, there were some complaints about the mix where it felt very pop forward in the mix. And, you know, where's Johnny, where's yep. his guitar. I read a and lot I was, of and, Johnny. Yes. And, and I knew, and I not like in a cocky way, but you know, it reminded me a lot of human by the killers where the guitar line seems very simple that don't don't and, but like, it's really complex to play live. And I was like, my guess is that with this song, Johnny's playing the harmonics with the synth in the, to the synth in the background. Okay. And in the live mix, you'll hear him a lot more. And sure enough, live, his guitar comes through so much more. Yeah. It's, and it's, and it's a heavy load that he's doing with that, with that guitar. And I do agree with everybody. You know, it would be cool to hear that more forward in the mix because it's so great live. And I think it deserves to be better, higher, yeah, turned up more some, in, the, some in the mix. guy talking about how he already overlaid the two. Mm. That's actually pretty yeah. cool. He, he mentioned cool. that he put it out somewhere and I didn't see it, but I'll have to find that. So, yeah. So um, that that's, you know, mainly the big stuff, right? So yeah. we had the number um, one on the charts, number one on the charts. Some real. Charts. I mean, I, I remember I love seeing on the discord how quickly everybody was watching the views rack up on the premiere, like a million views, like under 24 hours. Now it's at like 9 million last I checked. Let me see what it's at now. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the the live performances were great. I You know, it's a, kind of what we talked about last time where. I just feel like the band is having a blast doing what they're doing. Yeah. Like they, they seem to love uh, 11.8 million views as of this morning. So that's crazy. Dang. Um, but yeah, it just, they just seem to love it. They seem to have it be having a good time. They're, you know, in great form. And so it was fun to see that uh, a little bit more of the alphabet um, that has come out. And I don't specifically know week. how to pronounce it. Like how to, how Coatican? What do you mean? That's next. Oh, next shut up. <laughs> <Next one. laughs> um, the uh, Alien Alphabet. You, we've seen more yes. uh, of that kind of leak out. Um, some interviews. They did a bunch of interviews about the album, and you know, I think one of my favorites was um, not with when, us yet, but maybe not with us yet. No, we you know we've got the we've got the emails. Hey, Chris, and, if you're listening, um, we're 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 open to it. Yeah. we could we could maybe make yeah. it work. We can make it work. You yeah. know, you tell us your schedule, and we'll see if we can do it. And yeah, we're pretty busy. We're not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> This is, you know, but if we've we got a lot going in, on, uh, that would be cool. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do yeah. what we can, but there's no promises. Um, we've got a, we got a heavy guest load <laughs> coming up. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Chris, if you're listening, guy, will Johnny, Phil, mm -hmm. um, again, kind of same deal where maybe one of it's your schedules works better than the other. We all <laughs> right. have to come on all five of you. Talk yeah. to any of you. And if something happens like right before, like Phil's like, I got a stomach ache, then the shit, then it's off. Yeah, we're not I'm doing it. it it's five or nothing yep. and i want you crowded around one mic mm -hmm. that has poor audio and no pop filter yep i want you all around yeah, an iphone you can't be overshadowing our audio so 
we need to sound like the professionals. I don't care if you guys are one of the biggest fans in the world. Find an old Nokia phone, yep. put it on speaker, and talk to us. Mm-hmm. We want it to feel like it's a transmission yes. coming through. Um, but one of the things that I liked was um, they in one of the interviews, they were it was Johnny and, and Chris. They were asking, so do you guys have an album coming out? Which, first of all, what do you think? Like, what do you think? Like, let's just start, let's start there. And, and that, well, that's what they did. Oh, you know, and we can't really, you know, and yeah. I think Johnny, one of them said something like, we've recorded more songs. And then I think someone said something like, there's not, not an album coming out or something like that. Or it is, you know, so they're kind of teasing it. One of the things that was interesting was in one of the interviews, Chris said, I, this may have been with Zane Lowe, if I'm remembering, but please don't correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he was said like, you know, they may not even be playing uh, Orphans live and might not make the set list for their future shows. And then it sparked a debate about like, okay, do the everyday life songs fit into shows? And I'm like, and I'm of the opinion that I think you got to find a way to do it for at least two or three of them because there's some beautiful songs on that album. But again, it okay. does go back to that whole um, question of what does the set list look like? You know, yeah. what's going to make? And then, but I think when what happened was they said something about orphans songs from this album will make it. Well, that's what. So he said about, and the the interviewer was like, "Why wouldn't it make it?" You know, like kind of shocked. And Chris said something like, "You haven't heard the songs on the new album yet, or you you haven't heard these new songs yet." Oh, yeah. And so it was kind of one of those, oh, "Okay, all right, let's just do it. Let's bring the new songs out." Um, uh, they've said they've made some headway on all this ecological. You know, they had, when Everyday Life had come out, they had talked a lot about how they're hesitant to tour until they can find a way to make it more sustainable and make it more green. Okay. Um, and they said that they've made a, they've cool. had a lot of partners reach out again. It's just stuff like that, right? Like very, very being cool. conscious of what happens and what's going on and what impact you're having and stuff like that. So, um, just kudos to the boys again. I feel Clap. like, by the way, there's, there's a non-zero chance that we have, there's a non-zero chance we have the same rainy day wreck. Uh, or do you think we no don't? Way. Okay. Never mind them. Um, well, there's no zero so- chance. It's very low though. <laughs> point point oh one um sorry jesus no it's okay hey man we gotta do what we gotta do sometimes how about so hope now he's just muting himself and now now he's miming out okay three words yep um first word well you can't you can't respond to that you idiot it's supposed to be charades i thought you were gonna give me the three words that i was gonna no (laughs) that i know what you're acting out how it's not a game it doesn't work for the fans. We don't have any. No, it doesn't. No. Well, it's first of all, it's a visual game. I would have to do a lot of explaining anyway. Yeah. But secondly, no, that structure does not work. So, well, let's let's just let's move on from that structure and higher power and, and the music of the spheres. By the way, um, last thing I will say, two things I've really liked about the, the live videos. I don't know if how much you've watched them. One of them, the outfits, the new era, the spacey sort of yeah. uh, era is really they're pretty, fun. They're pretty cool. Two, both performances have had a lot of like orbital sweeping camera shots like i don't know if you like if you go back and watch either the brit awards or the um american idol one i thought the american got, idol that like global around where they had all the symbols that was pretty cool that was really cool yeah yeah, yeah. but then like with the things they had hanging down they had cameras like flying in and out of those things so it kind of was like they were orbiting around and it was just such a really cool shot to see um yeah. and it almost felt like a bird because it would kind of swoop a little bit and then go and then swoop and it just felt really it felt really intentional, but also very natural, you know? So it was, yeah. it was a really cool visual to have for that. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about being one of the biggest, most popular bands in the world and being good uh, is that you can do really cool things and really cool performances with really beautiful music. Um, 
there was a whole discussion in the fan base about um albums you know chris had said something about how making an album feels like a silent movie and that albums aren't really a thing anymore which i feel like that's a discussion that's been going on for a decade now i mean since itunes yeah, came seem around to think it, like i saw one thread where people just were like what is he talking about albums that, oh yeah i know it's like, on reddit this, this thing I, has yeah. been going on for years like since spotify well and, and, and coldplay have said that but i'm pretty sure they've yeah. had this sort of conversation before too and then they go and make albums with themes like yeah. every Which album is, these guys I, have yeah, made i'm really happy yeah. some people are still continuing same here. to do that but, absolutely yeah. same here yeah you get where so that's from. um so let's so get overall into... thoughts about a rush of blood to the head what yes you got? overall thoughts of rush of blood or, to the head do you want to get um, history or anything uh, I, I mean, I don't wildly have too much. Successful. I mean, this is, there you go. Yes. Wildly <laughs> successful. Um, they had a live DVD, the Sydney DVD come out after this album came out. Um, oh, which is for me, it, it's a great, uh, DVD, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's crazy that after their second album, they already had a live DVD. Like that seems like something bands yeah, do three, true. four, five albums in. And then they, you know, they kind of, poof, you know, um, it obviously like I said critically acclaimed, they got three Grammys. Best alternative album, best rock for rock performance for In My Place, and record of the year for Clocks. The following year, weirdly enough, um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, um, and then one, one guy, uh, one reviewer said, "It sounds like an album ready to take on the world and win." Mm, um, mm. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like nice that. Foreshadowing I like that because that seems yeah. to have come true. <laughs> <laughs> um, they said it was uh, in 2020. Apparently, Rolling Stone ranked it. Uh, number 324 on their greatest albums of all mm-hmm. time. And it was also among 10 albums nominated. I'm just reading straight from Wiki at this point for the best British album of the previous 30 years in 2010, well, ultimately well, losing to what's the story morning glory by Oasis, which mm-hmm. I, I agree with that, to be honest with you. I think that's, what's the story is one of the best one albums ever recorded. It's so, so good. Um, so yeah. Okay. So overall thoughts, I do love this album. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I think, the, and we'll talk about this with the opening track. It's crazy to me just how big this album sounds, how lush this album sounds, even though it's just the four of them. And of course, there's a lot of backing tracks and overdubs and stuff. But like Coldplay have always just sounded larger than life. And I think that starts here. I think you've got songs like Clocks that just kind of fill the space. you got Politic yeah. that comes in hammering. You've got um, Amsterdam really and Russia blood that a lot yeah. more than parachutes does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, you definitely start to get a little bit more of the um, uh, ballady Coldplay. You know, I think yeah. this is still pre, you know, I think you clocks is pretty upbeat in my place, obviously is upbeat, but it's a very, uh, I, it's a very moody album. I'll say that much. It's very personal. It's very moody. Um, yes, but I think moody, each is good. It feels like there's <laughs> a lot of, a lot of big stuff. A, a lot, lot of emotions of ballads, and then there's a yes. couple that get a little lost for me but sure yeah i agree uh i yeah there's 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 a, a yeah there's one in like particular ballad for the most part yes yes that's that's a good point they're big ballads and then there's kind of like um quieter uh more romantic songs yeah i yeah i i yeah. i love how much chris uses his falsetto on this album i think he his his voice is is on point um, so I do. I really like it. Um, I have I have a couple of, you know, like you said, tracks that don't stand out for me there. You know, I, it's like I said, it's not my favorite album. It might not even be in my top three favorite Coldplay albums. But like, yeah, I think it is. I think this is one. I think this is the Coldplay album. And I know that music's not objective. I think this is the Coldplay album you can't argue with. Like this is objectively really, really great. 
And I can go in and say, you know, Viva is my favorite album and, and Coldplay haters can come back at you. Yeah. You could say Everyday Life or MX is your favorite album. People could come back at you. Um, but I think that this is like before Coldplay started to lose people because they were so big. This is like a really good. De- I think it's a very definitive album. So, yeah, I, I love it. It's not fair. my favorite, think, but it's good. I think I almost prefer Parachutes to this. Really? So where do Just your, in the where sound. Do your. But okay. I feel like when I was going, so when I was going through this, a lot of times I felt like it wasn't hitting for me and I couldn't distinctly put a sense of why, because a lot of the times I sure. feel like I understood what you're saying. I was like, oh, I really get why people like this. It just yeah. wasn't necessarily quite hitting for you for me, like parachutes. Sure. Was. sure. Um, or like I'm in my mind, I'm thinking X and Y is going to too. So I'm excited to get into that in a couple of weeks. Right, I have a, right. Like fond memories of that, but mm-hmm. I I don't know what it. I think it maybe just a it's a sound that I gravitate to, like my typical sure. yeah the typical it, it, things I mean, that I listen to sound more like parachutes than it does. Yeah, this. exactly, so I, exactly. That's the only thing that I've really been able to come up with. There's a mm-hmm. lot that I like on this. Right, right. It just doesn't but, seem to click for me. The overall tone yeah. or the overall feel is not like your well, and and I'd still agree with that too. Like I said, it's you know I prefer Viva over this. I think this song objectively or or uh, yeah, objectively is very very good. Yeah. But something about that one hits better than this one to me. A lot about it hits better, but I yeah, but exactly. I still I appreciate this. Of, yeah. yeah, a lot of my criticisms. Are yeah, that, is that it's just like wow, this isn't quite in my wheelhouse as much as yeah some of the other stuff they've done. Well, which is so funny because when I went through this this week a few times to get back into it, mm-hmm. almost, excuse me, almost every song I was like, this is so good. This is like, as an individual thing, this is amazing. And the song, Oh my gosh, excuse me. I'm hiccuping. Even the song that I dislike, the one that's easily my least favorite. Yep. I had a oh, different appreciation easy for it. Oh, I, I easy, didn't get yeah. that for it this week. <laughs> I, well, I liked it more than I used to, but, but then I go back on the whole and I go, it's still not as good as Viva to me or still not yeah. as good as this, to, you know? So, um, I, I really do appreciate it. I don't know my favorite song yet. Like as I normally don't going into it. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to be interested, um, <laughs> to kind of determine that by the end of it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think let's, uh, I, I say we get into it. Um, if you'd like to, yeah, um, I'd like to, I and, just wanted to preface a little bit, maybe a, a bit of an apology about what? for people with all the, not like- the, the stuff that we just talked about. Oh, <laughs> we're not like, what, not liking the album? Yeah. As much? Yeah. That's fine. You don't have to apologize for your opinion, Nicholas. That's okay. Oh, I don't. I just don't want to upset <laughs> all the fans. I don't feel bad for my opinion. Right. You just don't want people to be upset about for, your opinion. For, apparently, this is like one of their most, like their definitive, sure. like if people are like, sure. oh, what's the best Coldplay album? This seemed to be talked about a lot. So I was, sure. yeah. Yeah. But you know, I do have this I feeling, also, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I go back to the Killers, which is a band that we both love a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, generally... Hot Fuss is seen as their best album or one sure. of their best albums. Yeah. I put it, I rank it as third. Like, you know, there are easily for me two albums that are better than that, you know, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. there's just like a snobby indie blah, blah, blah to that. But sometimes like, but then I go back to Oasis and I think what's the story is easily their best album. Like Bart, I mean, uh, definitely maybe is really great. I think um, um, don't believe the truth is underrated, but like, that one is their critically acclaimed one. And that one is maybe their best. So like sometimes that happens where you're like their best album or their most famous album is their most famous for a reason. 
you know, we, but at the same time, and, and we talked about this on bare naked ladies are us about Coldplay, about yeah. people who say, I love Coldplay. What's your favorite song? Viva La Vida. Well, and then people go, they're not real fans or they're not deep fans. Well, sure. Uh, they might not know as much yeah. as you do, but classic Viva La Vida is a really good song. Yeah. There's a reason why it's, as, you know, there's a reason higher power is the single. It's a right. good song. So I don't, you know, I, I don't love criticizing people for liking songs that are popular. Um, that being said, the flip of it's also true. I think it's okay to not love the stuff that's popular yeah. or critically acclaimed um, because it's just freaking opinions, man. We all have yeah. one. We on that note, let's one, get into except for ours are the most definitive because we are doing because ours are recorded. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We're not. We don't <laughs> like gatekeeping except when we do it. Yeah, because we've got the microphones. <laughs> yeah. By except the way, for the gate that we actually have and are not yes. going to let you through. Yeah, there are I. One, two, three, four. There are seven people out outside the mm -hmm. gate right now trying to get in. And they're and shouting, we're keeping them out. We love Rush Blood of the Hell. I'm like, get out of <laughs> Don't here. Don't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, to put a bug in your guys' ear, all of you, all of all mm -hmm. of you listeners, all you crazy cats and kids out there listening. Um, one of the things we had talked about earlier this week would what think is cats are listening? I think there are some only cool cats. Okay. I don't think okay. like lazy cats are listening. Um <clears throat> We had talked about maybe doing like an unpopular opinions episode down the road where we have you guys record voicemails or messages or you send in, you know, comments um, and we discuss some of your your quote unquote unpopular opinions. So we're thinking about it. We don't want to do it if there's not going to be enough interest. So keep it in the back of your head. If you see us post about it on Reddit or anywhere, make sure to write them in because we had this idea just or send it to our email. Coldplayrus at gmail.com. And um uh, unpopular opinions uh, for for Nick's eyes only, or for or for yeah. Jade. Like, tell us who you. Like, Not necessarily about Coldplay, just about anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're just like, <laughs> you're like I don't just... think corporate. I don't think corporate greed's bad. This Completely is deranged from <laughs> Coldplay. Nothing to do with music. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's anyway, so think think about think about yeah. your unpopular opinions and and keep those in mind because we'd love to do it'd be fun to do an episode like that and, and get angry. So now for real, let's get into politics. Just like, just compare the opening of this album to the opening of Parachutes. And like, like if you remember, Don't Panic's my favorite song on that album. And yeah. I think it's, you know, it's beautiful. But just compare the sound of that opening track to the sound of this one. It's literally everyone just banging away. Apart. Doom, 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 Two you years know, is that's era, what, right? <laughs> I'd say, I'd say it's, you know, an era is definitive and as, to, as, as definitive as you want it to be. Um, it's just, it's, but, it's yeah, such I, a I statement. Think it is the same, it's the same thing and it does it very well. They both do it very yes. well. It's another yes. great opener that really sets the tone of the album. Yes. Yes. And I, and you know, we talk about themes throughout albums, but also themes throughout the history of the band or the, you know, their discography. Um, this song was written, um, around nine 11 after nine 11. And, you know, just sort of like your, uh, my thoughts on the world sort of deal. But I love, and we could look at these lyrics for a while. I love the bridge at the end, just the "give me love over this, love over this, love over, love over, love over this." You know, like that theme resonates for the rest yeah. of their their careers and still does to this day. You know, um, trying to reject this stuff, trying to reject all of the 
and, and something that we all feel, right? We all think, oh, there doesn't need to be this or that. It just got to be love. But then we're also the same people not following through on that. And so yeah, it's just nice that his yell at somebody. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. I got my tattoo, be more kind. And I'm like, every once in a while, I'm like, I know this goes against my tattoo, but that guy's a dick. Um, so, so oh, in that voice. it's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I get angry, I just kind of go like this. I go, okay, listen, I'm really pissed off right now. I'm going to kick your ass. It's really kind of awkward when home. one guy gets really big and animated and then you come real right. down like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it, but you know what, though? It calms him down. One guy's it's freaking out and I go, hey, listen, it's just a cashier. It's not his fault. I'm going to need you right now. And it, I, you watch them visibly shrink. Like they yeah. get smaller in time and space. It's crazy. Um, but no, I, I do really love this song. Um, I, they played it for a while in f- future uh, tours and stuff like that. And I believe around uh, Head Full of Dreams, they finally um, kind of took a break from it for a while, which is sort of a shame because it's so good live. And it's such a, I to me, that. it's such a, I, I, as much as they do these eras with, you know, the Head Full of Dreams tours, which are just, again, crazy experiences. And I'm sure Music of the Spheres will be the same way. Mm-hmm. It's really fun and refreshing to go back to one of these songs in the mix of all of that. Like not that this was ever the order, but you know, you do paradise, then you do birds, then you do sky full of stars and then you go down to politic or in my place. And you're just kind of like, Whoa, it fe- it's like a tonal shift, but yeah. like it's got a nostalgia level to it. That's just so powerful. Yeah. I feel like that would be cool. <laughs> I don't, I, don't I was like, I'm not, but... <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, like uh, it is, yeah. again, it is one of those things listening to higher power listening to this and just even sure. the, the shift of the tone. Um, but no, I, I do think it's a good song. I love how emotional the ending of it feels. I um, agree. The that ending instrumental is one of my hits. favorite parts. I also really yeah. like the first, the beginning, the first verse. It feels yeah. like it's almost just on the edge, like the whole time through it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the edge of what? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it, it's really good. No, it feels like, like, I mean, you think of it as like in your head, like we were just talking about actually literally like the kindness and anger, like freaking out and being overwhelmed and frustrated. Yeah. And like in your head and then you've got to collect it all, but you are on the edge the whole time. So you're kind of like, okay, okay. And then it all comes out again. And then at the end, it's almost like cathartic, like the crying where you're just like, I'm sick of all this. I want like the love. So like, it really is like an emotional journey all in the one song. Um, Yeah. And I, I do love specifically the lyric, give me strength, reserve, control, give me heart and give me soul. Like for whatever reason, that one um, sticks out more than any of the others to me, but it's just personal. Yeah, I can see that. I I like that Mm -hmm. one. Interesting choice to go with the K over the C with politic. Um, You know, I feel like that's really um, pulled them, pulled their careers back. I think if they would have gone with that C, they could have been um, really famous. Like they could have been one of the biggest what ifs. In all of history. Man, if I looked at the back of that case and I saw a C instead of a K there, I would have gone, hold on, hold on. What's going on here? Um, <clears throat> but no, but for real, I, I think this is a great track. I, it's a great opener. It sets this, I mean, uh, like a lot of their songs do. I mean, Coldplay is great with openers, I think. And it, it just sets a statement for the rest of the album. Two for two uh, so far. And the tone. Two for two. Um, yeah, great track. Great, 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 great track. So shall we yeah. keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it going? In my keep, place. Keep it going. another good one i there's a lot of parts of this song that i really like i feel like this is one that i've heard a lot of people talk to and in my head i was always like 
huh, that song never really quite did it for me. But as sure. I sure. as I've listened, like I really feel like there are a lot of parts that I understand why. Yeah. The guitar yeah. lick and solos, really, really yeah. catchy. Yeah. Um it maybe feels like it drags in a couple of places a little bit for me, but Sure. Yeah. I get it. It's no, it's, it's good. It's very solid track. Yeah, I, and one of the things about it, kind of to the, to your point on the guitar lick and stuff, is that it's a it's a pretty simple song. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a pretty the the lick is pretty simple, um, the structure is pretty simple. Like, but it's really really good. If you were to like ask me, like gut reaction, what are your ten favorite Coldplay songs? I don't know if I would think of this one, but I every time it starts, I just absolutely adore it. It's it's amazing to me. Part of it is one of those things we've talked about before where when you hear it live, you get a better appreciation because that's yeah. one of those, the crowd comes in right during the sure. chorus and everyone's singing the yeah. And like, that's really powerful. It's always fun. Um, it's yeah. Those sing-alongs I tell you. I mean, yeah. So I do really like it. Um, I love the open. I think the, I think this is actually one of the first songs I learned to play on drums because it's a pretty straightforward drum beat, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I really, really like the song. I do kind of, terms of meaning you know it's i don't think it's the most straightforward thing um to me necessarily you know i think a lot of these songs most songs on this album are about a relationship the end of yep. one or the, the the complexities of them um this one in particular uh, it, uh, and specifically like your headspace during or what you're thinking versus what's actually happening yeah or what you're thinking and not saying i think a lot and so i'm i i, I kind of assume that this goes into that a little bit but i still kind of struggle with with um what in, in in what context and stuff like that yeah it's it's a lot of simple lines like it's not yeah a big story or so it it does feel hard to dive that deep into it for me yeah 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 so and I, you know how, how long must you wait for it how long must you pay for it how long must you wait for it for it um i love just i love just speaking lyrics because it takes so much beauty (laughs) out of them any song like i've heard people say that with any song you're like no man you take the most beautiful beatles song in the world um here comes the sun do 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 here comes the sun and i say it's all right like you just go okay that takes some some of the beauty out of it versus when you actually hear it yeah um but uh but yeah i know i i you can look at this and go it's maybe about cross obviously crossing a line going too far and then maybe a repeated telling someone I'm going to change, I'm going to be better. But then them saying, how long do I have to wait for this? Because you've said this before you've made this promise and you, and the behavior doesn't change. Um, Or it's kind of like, you know, I think when I was back in high school listening to this, it was about wanting to be with someone who didn't want to be with you or who like didn't (laughs) know that you liked them, you know, that whole sort of a thing too. Yeah. Um, But, um, but the bridge again, you know, kind of, uh, I, I just have such fond memories of seeing this live and that that breakdown where it's just uh, Johnny doing the lick, you know, yeah. right before the uh, it's where it's Chris does his like little ladies and gentlemen on the guitar, Johnny Buckland. And like they walk down the runway together and they're smile. It's just like I it's just such a it, I don't know. It's just a not a family song. It just feels like this is like Coldplay at the core. Like this is just the four of them four dudes in a basement playing a song together, you know, oh, yeah. um, it's big yeah. obviously. And there's Very strings big. and stuff, but it's also like, this is one of those things where if they went, walked in, there's a guitar, a bass, a drum kit sitting there, they could pick up and play the song and it would still be really, really cool. So I don't know. I, I know that I'm talking about it a lot. I have a very big, large affection for this song. 
that's a weird way to say yeah that. i mean My affection I, I for this song grows criticizing a little bit but both this and politic i feel like are similar in my mind where it's there are times where i listen to it and i feel like it drags a little bit but if i put my headphones oh, i've on had that yeah and i'm mm-hmm. listening to it this is a both of these are just like you're you're in for it and you are yes you're singing along yes. and it's very fun to follow and along you with know it. and and i because i also really agree with that idea that i have felt that both of these songs have dragged before i feel like clocks drag sometimes i feel yeah. like a lot of the songs that's drag i think and i i i'm gonna try not to do this the entire episode to like just to not be exclusive i feel like a lot of most songs on this album are better live like i think i very rarely listen to the studio recording of clocks live clocks is a fun banger um same with the scientist i love the scientist but like there's something about it live that so i think this is a great studio versions of the book you should listen listen to some of the some of the live versions there's like 90 live albums by coldplay nowadays so i'm sure you can find one out there um but you know like there's just something about the the production of this album that it just feels like it's restrained it's pulled in just a little bit and because they were going for such a nice clean big sound but the second they put that out on stage with a, with an audience, yeah, it's like a world of difference. But I mean, that's, um, that's, so I do agree. That's with also you. fair. That there's that speaks a lot to live seeing people yes. live, and there's well, something and also, about like, seeing a song that like you're like, oh, this is good, and then you see it right. live, and it just takes it to that next level for you. Yeah, and you have that whole yeah. new appreciation, for, and maybe it's the slightly different mix that they do. Maybe right, it's right. just the experience, whatever. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have. There's something different about it. I yeah, see them. So, I, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's you know that's actually a great point that I wanted to speak on a little bit for the next album. So why don't we move? Or sorry, the next song. Uh, so why don't okay. we move on to uh, God put a smile upon your face. This is what I'm saying, man. No, I think you should do it. I think you should do it. Wow, 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 wow. I, I, you do the acapella guitars, and I'll do the acapella drums for the rest of it. All right, here we go. Hold on, what song? I was doing. I don't know the drums to that off the top of my head. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I listened to the song and now I go, I, this, like, this is a banger, man. This is such a freaking good song. It's so bouncy. It's so energetic. I, but I again think that this one feels a little darker, obviously, especially when you yeah. compare it to In My Place tonally. Um, but I'd love to, I don't know if this is going to come through well for you. I'd love to play a little clip of it live um, from the most recent tour, the um, Buenos Aires live show. I'm very white, so I'm sorry if I butchered the actual pronunciation of that um but uh they this is one where you know what you were saying was sometimes they do a different mix of it sometimes they change up how they play it this is one where i've seen them do it acoustic no 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 that's that's not completely true i've seen them so when i saw them do it for viva they did it with like a little drum machine they did like on like the b or the c stage and it was a cool medley of gonna put a smile on your face into talk but it was like a really stripped down like uh like almost kind of techie version of it yeah and then i believe i've seen it i see that going really um, well on the talk oh yeah it worked it was really cool like yeah i'm i've got a video of it somewhere from like tokyo i think they did it um 
And then um, I, I've seen it where they do this cool new mix of it where it's it's all electric. So I'm gonna see if I can find it. It's all electric, and it's and like by the end of it, it's literally like they're all going ape shit on everything, and so like it's become like, like, like a super techno. Oh, it's off, yeah. And I believe it was that tour, the one previous, where it starts with just Chris and the electric guitar doing the first verse, and then everybody comes in, and it's like a digga 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 digga. That's one of my favorite parts about this song is that it starts a little quieter comparatively, but that guitar solo coming out of the first verse. Yeah, it's really yeah. awesome. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do love this song. And I think, you know, one thing that like you were just mentioning is this concept where bands will re basically re- re- remix a song live and do a different version of it. Um, actually, the Fratellis have been doing that with Chelsea Dagger lately. They do like an Ooh. old school Chelsea Dagger, sort of like a full bit, like a big band version of it. And it's one of those things where it's like, this feels different because it's, yeah, it's, it's really unique. It's really, I mean, I do feel like if I saw it live, I'd be a little sad to not Mm -hmm. hear the standard version of it. However, it is really cool. But, um, this one they do, they mix up how they play this a lot and it's, it's really, really good for that. So, um, I love the song. I think it's really fun live. Um, uh, lyrically again, I like it. This is kind of like, don't know what's going on in life, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, and a lot of that little sort of self-deprecation, you know, when you work it out, I'm worse than you. I wanted to, um, your guess is as good as mine, you know, uh, yeah, just that sort of self-deprecating. I don't know. You don't know. There's a lot of that on this album, that similar feel thematically. Mm-hmm. And it's all in these not, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's going on today. It's, it's okay, all in those not down. like crazy complex lyrics. Like they're all like, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but, but you're right. And we've, I think that'll be an overarching theme is that, and you know, there are some songs on this album that do, and, and a lot of their discography that does go pretty deep, um, or does get, you know, it's not all just generic pop lyrics. Um, and I don't think it ever has been, and I don't think it will be with music of the spheres. I think there are some really, I mean, you look at, you look at things like everyday life. There's some beautifully, beautifully complex lyrics on that album there are on mx there are on head full of dreams and then you've got him for the weekend yeah. which is i'm feeling drunk and high that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but hey, maybe like he said, was feeling drunk and high what do you gotta get? yeah and that's yeah. fine what's wrong with feeling drunk and high um uh or if you know i want to go i want to know where i can go back when i can i'm uh, butchering this i'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's about right um but but yeah, I agree. They're simple to grasp onto. Yeah. But they're not necessarily simple in their in their what they're trying to convey. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love this song though. I love the guitar work in it um, from both Chris and Johnny. Um, the electric's great. The just kind of bouncy acoustic strumming I really like. Um, great song. Yeah. Great song. Exactly. Let's get a little sad. Yeah, let's, let's get a little let's, sad. Let's bring it down a beat uh, and get into the science. Science and progress did not speak as loud as my heart. Tell me you love me, come back and 
Stone Cold Classic. Stone Cold Classic. <laughs> I feel like this is um, when like I said earlier, you know, I got into an episode or two ago. I got into them through Vivo when that came mm-hmm. out. But I think when I went back and through their discography after that, I feel like this is the one that I had recalled hearing the most before. Like, oh, I know this song. This is I know this one was yeah. was the scientist. Um, beautiful. Yeah, in my in my head, this and the no, it's in one, my place. Clocks. Um, no, it's in my head. I think. Um, no, the the, <laughs> the blood's rushing to your head. Uh, we're on the same level. Yeah, agreed. of popularity, but definitely yeah. like everywhere. Yeah, very well known. Um, and like I just said, for God put a smile on her face, it's so relatable and easy to grasp onto. Absolutely. Yeah, this one. I mean, this is this is especially compared to the rest of the songs on this album this one is maybe easily and then you even compare it to like um this one versus clocks which is the other biggest song from this album Mm -hmm. this one is the one where you go i know what he's talking about i've been there i can feel that yeah and it's instantly relatable yeah it's it's beautiful um it's his 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 vocals are are not to be dramatic like heartbreaking throughout this song yep um that chorus that falsetto into his full voice you know yep so good it's so beautiful real, real good wow <laughs> talking about how beautiful his voice is as mine cracks and i'm saying which is it's ironic because i took vocal lessons out in la for a few years that my now wife then fiance got me as a gift and this is one of the songs we used during my vocal lessons to to nice. strengthen my voice was specifically the two things that we were working on was switching from falsetto to um to your to your full voice your full body voice okay and then the going down steps which is something i was never able to do like the science oh i can't do it now because it's morning like okay. apart like doing the do 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 like that i've i had never i'd listened to like steve do it in songs you know yeah uh, in like old apartment or call and answer where he could just kind of go do, do, do. Yeah. Uh, whereas I would always go do, do, do. Like I couldn't, I couldn't blend it, you know, okay. still yeah, can't yeah. very well, but like this helped do the do, 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 do. Like it helped kind of blend sure. it together. Anyway, love the song. Breakup songs are a dime a dozen. Heartbreak songs are a dime a yes. dozen, but I love the concept of the scientist. I love the idea of the lyrics. You know, I was just guessing at numbers and figures, pulling the puzzles apart questions of science science and progress do not speak as loud as my heart like i think that sort of i don't know how well how much you remember my song my hit singles king inc who knows mm-hmm. um i tried to do a I lot remember. of that too like you remember yeah okay cool you know um and we're you know this whole it all works out the study shows being one of the main lines of the chorus kind of like looking at the big pictures of life and and trying to trying to put it like a scientific spin on it but also like you can't put science into emotion i mean you can obviously you can say chemicals and blah 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 but yeah. like this whole thing like wondering and whatever and you you try i'm trying to go like well i'm going to analyze this i'm going to figure this out logically but then you go that's not how this works that's not how any of this it's <laughs> not how any of this works and right so but it's such um, a yeah it's such a easy thing and that I'm sure most people are this way, but I'm uh-huh. very much an overanalyzed person. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And for sure. Think, we all think are. back on and crazy. Like where, did, where exactly did this go wrong? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I and, really and oftentimes, like the, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you continue. Cause I was about to switch directions. Well, well, oftentimes when you are doing that stuff, when you're doing the analyzing, when you're trying to figure out what went wrong, you're yeah. missing what's happening now which exactly. only exacerbates yep. the situation, right? You're yep. so hung up on trying to analyze something that you make it even worse in the moment. Yep. <laughs> um, and I feel like that that's applicable here. Yeah. But go on. Sorry uh, about the chorus. No, no, no. I just like, there's a quote about this, uh, 
I think from Chris. He's just uh-huh. like, that's that's just about girls. It's weird. Whatever else is your mind, whether it's the downfall of the global econ- economics or the terrible environmental troubles, the thing is you always the thing that always gets you the most is when you fancy someone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true though. It is, yeah. No, I Yeah. <laughs> It is it is very weird how obsessed you can be about that when the when you can you can objectively go there's more important things going on but like in yeah. reality not in your life there's not um, yeah that's true or maybe that's there true. is more important stuff in your life going on <laughs> but it still <laughs> takes up a lot of mind space <laughs> uh, well yeah beautiful song easy breakup song to put on the playlist yeah um, this probably another, should start like, the playlist we've talked before when it comes down to Stone Cold Classics. This it's is almost our, this hard is to there. have a ton to say because right because so much has been said. said yeah and we'll we'll and get that just, we'll get great. to that with the next song too because yeah. it's the same way it's the same like what you know what else to say so yeah, yeah let's so. just do it let's go on to clock come out upon my scenes curse me stop but you know this is chris trying to tell robert smith that he's like if this coldplay thing doesn't work out i'd love to be in the cure i'd love <laughs> to be a backing member play drums something just you know am i part of the cure not yet could i be <laughs> um this yeah this one more than tape. any song on this album i i don't know what the lyrics are about it feels like it's a song about being overwhelmed with life and sure. not yeah. like just not being able as a human to grasp the big picture which i think Nobody can, obviously. So it feels like that. But then when you start to get into the specific lyrics, sometimes you kind of go, okay, I don't know. I don't get, you know, the yeah. shoot an awful app. Uh, the singing come out of things unsaid. Um, shoot an apple off my head. Well, really? Yeah. I mean, Tiger's waiting to, to be taken. The lyrics, it's just the first two verses. Every, you don't have really anything else to go off of. Well, don't forget the, the first chorus is you are, you are. Yeah. And then the second chorus is you are, you are, yeah. you are, you are, you are, you are. Yeah. And then there's a bridge and then there's a chorus again that goes, you are, you are. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, God, I don't, don't be dismissive, but this is incredible. my point. You know, I know, I don't mean to latch onto the one gentleman or one Redditor who is talking about the hold tight, hold tight and higher power being repetitive and like poor lyricism. This is one of their biggest <laughs> songs of all time. And the yeah. chorus is you are, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to criticize. And I know that I'm probably being semantical here because I'm not trying to criticize his concept that like maybe their lyrics are different than they used to be. Yeah. But in in the in the post, they really held tight to the hold tight being a great example of how poor their lyrics are. Yeah. And I just don't think that particular example holds up. Um, when no, you go I mean, this you far back, this song, you know, it's verse one, chorus, verse two, and then you scroll down, and the rest yeah. of the lyrics are just repeating. Nothing chorus, else compares. You are very yeah. small bridge home chorus again, yeah. and the outro, which is very simple. It all works. And I do love the whole very I do love the whole idea. Zero criticism. It's great. <laughs> Zero criticism. Perfect. Um, this idea that the you are home where I wanted to go. Yeah. Like you put all of that together. And I love that concept that like even in the confusion, in the frustration, and in, in the complexity, there is that anchor. Yeah. There is that safety net, right? This person or this this person uh, friend or significant other is there for me is yeah. is my steadiness and so i do like that idea um but uh but no it's a great like you said it's a great song i th- 
I like I said absolutely earlier, I very rarely intro. Yes, piano I, riff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I these things are on every Gap commercial nowadays. This song, I yeah. tell you what, you got a Gap commercial, you got a clocks rip off, you got a. Uh, um, but by the way, Gap, if you ever wanted to sponsor us, we would be we will yeah. cut this part out, um, and we'll not talk I'll bad about you, what, you. We'll play clocks in the background of our ad. <laughs> uh, all the Fridays. <laughs> Fun sale, uh, fun sale Ford Fridays. If you guys have a do, clock, do, do, yeah, do, yeah, it won't be the it, pro- honestly though. It's literally Josh, <laughs> my keyboard talking and me going. Have you ever felt tired? Do you feel like you need a, oh. a good night's rest? <laughs> oh, Go to man. Gap where you can get brand new loungewear starting at only thirty four ninety nine a set. Want to? Same price, no coupons here. Get two of them. For- <laughs> Use offer cold Coldplay R Us when checking out for zero percent off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use code Coldplay R Us to give, be given an error that says this code is not valid. <laughs> what are you talking uh, yeah. about? It just says. <laughs> so, so I got um, a question for you. Sure. In terms of, I, this... I never. When you say shit like that, I never know if it's going to be some stupid bit no, or not, if you have an actual question. Legitimate question. <laughs> like, do you think he's got four clocks in the room or five? <laughs> like, God, Nick, shut up. All right, go okay, ahead. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Wow, just feels <laughs> feel very targeted right now, but especially because this is a legitimate question. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> clocks on the scientist. Yes. In your mind, is there a yeah. big difference between like how? how those are how popular those are um no they're not in my head there's one that i like more than the other but i think that in terms of popularity to me they're pretty i know that i've i have heard clocks out in the wild a lot more however um okay. i think yeah no because that that in my head i was thinking clocks was more like i i've heard it more often yep 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 but i went and spotify is not always the best thing to go off of sure but I was just but looking you do at Spotify lo- today. Yeah. The scientist has played 275% more than clocks. Really? Like crazy. It was like almost you know what, 400 though? million for it's... clocks and like uh-huh. over a billion. Oh, geez. A billion. I'd love to know. Just over a billion for the scientist. I was just really surprised by that. You just asked. you Nearly three you times just made me. Um, do you want to guess? This is not fun for anybody but us. Do Ooh. you want to guess? The most streamed. I, I'm, I'm going to look at the top ten most streamed songs on Spotify. Um, of the um, of uh, ever, the, like oh, ever gosh. on Spotify. And I'm looking at the top ten, and I just want you to guess um, what songs. Just guess for any of them, and I'll tell you this: the scientist is not even in the top uh, 100 most streamed Holy songs. Holy shit! Yeah, I feel like I is it. Just guess any song that's been big the past five years, and you'll probably get it right. Okay, Blinding Lights. That's number two. Whoa, yep, that's the what? second most From streamed song on Spotify year? ever. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! And I'd say deservedly that song is a banger. It is, but I, um, after a year, no, like it, I know, it's hard I know. to think of it accumulated that much. So it's all Some, it's all like pop. It's more popular stuff. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Okay. I'll tell you. I will tell you that um, Wonderwall comes in at ninety-seven. So there are some that, you know, that seems to be the oldest song that, well, again, I'm doing a really quick, you know, breeze through here yeah, see, that it seems to be the oldest song by Billie Eilish. Yes. I don't think she has a song called something, but there is Billie Eilish on this here list. I'm really bad with that. Like what's really popular right now. 
Yeah. Like. Oh, me too. So um, that's, I'll tell that's you, Billy. I'll, I'll give it. you number. Billy Eilish's bad guy is number bad ten. Guy. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm a like bad guy. I'd like. I do. Oh, I I like it a lot. It's really good. I like a lot of her stuff. Yeah, I do too. I I was actually just talking to CJ about this the other day. I really like what I've listened to from Billie Eilish, but I feel like as a 26 year old dude father that like, I'm not her target audience. No, especially since her, you know, she was 16. So I just felt like, I don't know. I don't feel like I can get really into her. Like, it just feels like that's, that's just not yeah. right. Um, no, you but know, I do you know when the party's over when the party, I don't know that. No. Okay. Maybe Is that one of her songs? Little, yeah. It's a, it's, it's more, that's number 93 quiet. on the list. Okay. I, I like that song. It was stuck in my head the other day, and I, I just mm-hmm. had like a look. I, it was one of those like it was repeating, and I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out where it came from and what it was, mm-hmm. and it took me forever because I was like, "Who does this <laughs> yeah. sound like? Who is this? Yeah, 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 yeah." Um, let's see. So, "Blinding Lights" is number two. Um, Ed Sheeran's "Shape of You" oh, is number one. Okay, damn. Closer with the Chainsmokers and Halsey is number six. Um, Rockstar Post Malone is f- number four. Not, not number three is called Rockstar. Dance. M- no, <laughs> no. Um, Louis Capaldi, who's pretty great, is number seven. Um, Dance Monkey by Tones and I is number three. Never heard of that in the world, but kudos to her for b- breaking that top ten. Then you got some Drake. Got a lot of Ed Sheeran. Honestly, he's got Thinking Out Loud at number yeah, sure. eleven. He's got Perfect at fourteen. Photograph at seventeen. But see, that's the type um, of, that's that's more what I what I would have guessed. Very popular. Yes. So over like I, a three to five year period. I well, and, and that Blinding Lights a, shocks a, me that after it's, a year that it just blew up like that. Yeah. yeah. When did it say Blinding Lights? It says came out uh, November 29th, twenty nineteen. So okay. it's a very so very tail end of twenty nineteen. <laughs> well, it's a year and a half. Um, there's <clears throat> one Coldplay song on this top 100. Do you That's think you can Walker's guess? One. Yeah, it For is. Sure. It is um, something just like this coming in at number 22. I probably would not have gotten um, that if I had not. Oh, and I just found seen like, them on just Spotify looked, just now. Just looked at the top yeah. 10 on Spotify. <laughs> Last thing I'll say, and then we'll get off this. We'll get off this side. I, I was wrong. Wonderwall is not the oldest song on this list. There is one mm-hmm. song uh, coming in at number. Where did it go? I just saw it here. No, but I would argue you're in. You are generally in the right. Ooh. Jeanette might be pissed if I said that. You're generally in the right ballpark. The song School that's on here is far better. By Foreigner. No. Um, <laughs> it is coming at number 26. It is not Foreigner. Foreigner did not beat. <laughs> what if it was, though? What if it was like blinding lights closer and then you got Foreigner at like number eight? Is it like. No, a, it is, is, is this going to be a, an Eagles 26. Bit? Oh, it is not the Eagles it? bit. Okay. This is not the Eagles. It's a band far better than the Beagle, Beatles. Or whoa, sorry, uh, the Eagles. Much better than the Beagles. I, <laughs> the Beagles, the Eagles, um, uh, the Monkeys. I say this band. This might be one of my wife's favorite bands, if not her favorite band, bar the Beatles. Oh, is it the the Fleetwood Mac song that just got popular again? No, no. Oh, that's a good point though. No, it's not Fleetwood Mac. Um, they're not even in the top 100. Or is it dreams um, that blew up in this last year? Yeah, because uh, of because of um, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Do you want me to just tell you, or do you want one more guess? I'll give you one more. Give me one, one more hint, hint, and then one more. It guess, is a very. We'll it's this. a. It's a. <laughs> it's a very royal song. Royals by Lord. Why do you think that's older <laughs> than Wonderwall? <laughs> I couldn't think. I. I mean, it just nothing came to my head for royals. She's younger than us. She was she was yeah, not born when Wonderwall came out. That, that was there is, the bit. There was <laughs> the lead singer has a certain element that puts him different than everybody else. Bono. 
You too. Element. 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 What? Think of a lead singer with an element in his name. You're gonna you're playing you're looking Uranium. like a fool right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle <little> Uranium. <laughs> <laughs> what do they use in thermometers? I don't know. What's the element in thermometer? <laughs> they went away you know? from using the one that I can't think of because it was poisonous. Yes, that's the one. That's and the I, one. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's in fish. Sometimes it's in fish. You can't have too much fish because you might have fish too much. Oil. God, you are <laughs> infuriating. We just watched a movie no, last night called Greenland. Like, I'm throwing stuff out because I can't think of it. I'm trying. To... Do you, but like you know what you're you know what I you're know trying what... to think of, but you can't yes. think of it. Mercury, Don't Freddie Mercury, Queen, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. That's the one. Woo, got it. It's like it, it all came in one big <laughs> Oh, should we keep going with Coldplay stuff? And Element. I instantly went, oh, so there's 256 possibilities here. <laughs> Dude, last night we watched this movie called Greenland, which was uh, uh, like apocalyptic movie, end of the world movie with Gerard mm-hmm. Butler. And part of the whole concept is that like they get – specific people throughout the country are chosen to – be brought to safety to kind of be able to restart the world after this, but they're picking cool. them based off of all their careers. Like it's not just uh, politicians or whatever, you know, one guy's like um, my mom's a doctor. So that's why she got picked. And Gerard Butler's character, he's like, I'm a structural engineer. And the guy's like, we're going to need buildings. And I thought, Oh, so Nick would be okay. You don't, you can't think of elements. So I don't know if you would be the top choice structural engineer for this, for this rebuilding the world. What do you game. think a structural engineer does? We don't like <laughs> make, <laughs> I know, but there's also like a base level, and make it into the column. <laughs> I know, but there we could take also a be like a base level and say, Oh, this one works as a column <laughs> triangles. We have a list you of do shapes a lot with triangles with different properties. It can be like, Oh, this column works. And this one doesn't that. Oh, but this, where's the this one will take, 360 uraniums and 12 mercuries <laughs> to make the column. <laughs> also, I like that in, in, in your bit, elements are singular units. Yes. And it's like, we're going to need 12 mercuries, four heliums, uh, one uranium, you and a what? couple of calciums. <laughs> yeah, let's throw a couple of calciums in there. Yeah, you're like looking fun. at this, you're like, we're going to need a potassium. We need a potassium stat. <laughs> no, I don't really think. Yes, we need a potassium. That's Get not it now. a debate. They're running again. <laughs> oh, man. oh, let's keep, let's go back to the, let's go back to Coldplay. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, let's move on to, um, daylight. Where are they going to go? Oh, that was great. Or they're going to go, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's for well, those reasons that I'm out. It's for... <laughs> I like a good shark tank. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, daylight. What are your thoughts on daylight? I like the bass lick coming out towards the end of the first le- verse. Yeah. And then it's just okay yeah. for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah, in the first couple of listens, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then mm-hmm. dropped off a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and you know this is one of the songs I I enjoy this song. Um, I, I I really like it. I don't remember the last time it's been played. I think they may have broken it sure. out a few times. Um, but it, you know it's songs like this that I kind of go, oh, it's a bummer to see that kind of left. Yeah. And that's most of X and Y. That's a lot of this album and parachutes. And it's just a bummer that like, and it's not because 
Coldplay generally pick bad songs to play over this one. They just have have so many songs to play. Right, exactly. And so many of them are hits. And like, if you went and they didn't play The Scientist or Clocks, you'd be like, what the heck? You know, and if they played Daylight over Clocks, you know, generally you go like, well, hold on, I'm here to see Clocks, you know. So so I like the song a lot. I think it, um, I love the piano work in it. Um, I do like the chorus a lot. Um, And I love the outro, the the repeat of the slowly breaking through the daylight and uh, Johnny's guitar and stuff. Um, Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good. You know, uh, maybe a step below. Definitely. Excuse me, some songs below. on this album, but um, but I still think it fits really well, and yeah, I do really enjoy it. Yeah, we did a whole we did a whole bit riffing after clocks, and now we're done that with daylight. Just our most boring comments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like by a long shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I do. I do like it. I do like it. Yeah, I feel like it was. Yeah, I don't know what it just dropped down after a bunch of listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I think this one is one that can hit. especially feel like it drags a little bit or is repetitive. Yeah, um, yeah, I like the song. It's good. It's not bad. Um, yeah, let's move let's on to Green Eyes. Yeah, this one I, really grew I, on me. I adore this one. It's more no of a standout, way. I feel like, now. Yeah, I agree. It's got a great kind of country vibe to it almost, you know, not only yeah. with Chris's acoustic, but with Johnny's uh just Johnny's a, a wee bit of yeah. twang. A little bit little twang. They just put they turned you know what they had the twang dial and mm-hmm. I think when no one was looking, Johnny turned the twang it to like pedal. one or two. <laughs> and Johnny just quicked it, quick pressed it. And then by the end, they were like, Holy shit, is there twang in there? And he's like, guys, sorry, we're in the mixing stage. You can't take the twang out. Yeah. Um I, I, I love it. I think lyrically it's uh, lyrically it's beautiful. Um, I love the concept. You are a rock upon which I stand. Yeah. Um, the green eye, you know, I feel so much lighter now. I met you. Yeah, I, I really love the song. Um, I love the kind of the explosion a little bit where um, you're the one that I wanted to find and where Chris kind of just lets out that find, you know? Yeah. Where it's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Love a good falsetto, just like hammer mm-hmm. into the final note. Yeah, so yeah, good. and I love that it kind of quiets back down for the end of it. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to just Chris and the guitar. I feel like this one more than a lot of songs on this album do sound a little more par- parachutesy to me. This I feel like this could have been on parachutes in another world okay. um, musically. Yeah, uh, and I don't mean that as a negative or a positive. I just listening to that clip, I kind of go, I could see you know instrumentally, I could kind of see this yeah. on on uh, parachutes. But um, uh, yeah, I I I think this is one of the best songs on the album um written for an american friend quote unquote and also for johnny yeah because uh so there's two two quotes i want to read first one one of the one of the only negative reviews Mm -hmm. the guy said let green eyes dump him for real and we'll see how long he hums into the void (laughs) like whoa That is that is dark, my friend. <laughs> real, real mean. <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. But then I liked uh, Chris apparently said or uh, talked about how uh, he wrote this about someone else and then started dating Gwyneth Paltrow later. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he decided against playing it live because apparently it offended her. It was about her. Yeah. It's, it's not about her. but right, No. Be, right. be, yeah. But it it was her meaning the previous girlfriend. Yeah. 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 
Um, yeah, and then later out. in some discussion, he said, it's not about the right person. It's like an old pair of trousers. It doesn't quite fit. <laughs> that's just, that's Chris's eloquent, you know, he's the most beautiful lyricist. And then that kind of crap comes out of his mouth and you're like, yeah, I, unfortunately I know exactly okay. what you mean. <laughs> the quote that I just said from Chris, do you take this as a song, which is a, about the person you are in a relationship with? Or looking fondly back on an old relationship that wasn't quite right, but you have fond memories of it? That's a good question. That's a great question. Because wow. listening to it, like when I'm in the lyrics, I almost take it as like who you're currently with. But then looking right. at it from with that quote in mind, sure. it feels like it could also fit pretty yeah, well. Yeah, and, and this is where I start to go, you know, I start to say to that uh, either or. Yeah. It could be either, you know, doesn't have to be. Anyway, let's yeah, just keep going. Um, from green eyes into into warning sign. You came back to haunt me and I realized that you were an island and I passed you by. When you were an island. I feel like this is similar to green eyes to me. It yeah, they're really in my grew head, on me sure. as I listened to it a lot. I really like yep. the lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's good. Very good song. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I, this is one that I had associated in my head with a lot of my breakups throughout the past yeah. few years, uh, not few years, uh, the pe- previous you know decade. Um, and so I think this one carries a lot of baggage for me in a way that I, I it's really emotional when I listen to it in a, in a good way. So yeah. I love that chorus that um, when the truth is, I miss you. Like, it's just a, a simple one. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I think this is one that a lot of Coldplay fans latch on to because, it, it, again, it kind of like The Scientist is very relatable, is very um, uh, comforting and something that we've all kind of been through. Or you, you can relate to a lot and feel like you've gone through it. And that yeah. outro, I love that open, that welcoming outro. That So I crawl back into your open arms. Whether this is about really you going back to somebody, yeah. them finally taking you back, whatever. I just love that ending of it. Um, but there's something, and this is where I start to go. I think I may be reading way too much into it. But the final singing of that line, he goes, open arms. Like he goes down one octave Yeah. to like, I think it's a minor key, a minor note where it sounds kind of dark. Like it's kind of, do you know what I'm talking about? Where he kind of goes into your open, hold on. Let me just get it up real quick. I think this might be the last one. Oh yeah, okay. Those are the like steps it, it, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but but if you, but like the piano note that it ends yeah. on is kind of dark, and the and it almost I, I guess I might be reading too much into it. It almost sounds like it's bound to repeat itself. Like it's not a happy ending completely. Yeah, you know there it does not. It, there's there's a there's something there that's not going to be perfect. Well, that's what like, I, perfect I really like about this is that like I started listening to this and it it really puts you there and makes you think about being in that situation. And mm-hmm. like my big ex, I have no real desire to get back together with. Right. But it makes you right. it, listen to this. I started looking back finally on like the good parts yeah, of that relationship. Exactly. And you then wondering, yeah. and then you're like, well, no, of course not. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> no. But it, no, but it's yeah. good enough to put you into that mindset that you, you just instinctively this is like start thinking You're home alone it. on a Saturday yeah. night. You have a couple drinks. Yep. You kind of go, I'm going to put some music on. The music comes on, you're feeling a little woozy, 
and then you start missing that person and all of those mm-hmm. negative things are gone in your head for for that hour or so exactly. yeah that's the well, mood of this song minutes. there's a couple um, couple glasses of, of malbec <laughs> yeah and then it goes yeah yeah. but i like i do like the song i think you know i it's hard to say i i feel weird with any coldplay song especially saying this song is underrated or overrated because i feel like every fan can make the case about any song being underrated or overrated you know like um but so i do i do really like the song and i I, this one i have seen live they they played this back in um 2011 i'm sorry 2012 the year of our lord uh when i when i saw him on the milo tour um, they did it on the B stage. It was Princess of China, Up in Flames, and then they went into Warning Sign. So it was cool to hear those sort of songs. Um, by the way, Up in Flames, another underrated Coldplay song. Now that we're talking about underrated songs, but anyway, uh, we'll get there in a few albums. So uh, yeah, Warning Sign's a great song. Is my point. Um, well, you want to we take it going? down a notch? Go down to a whisper. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> completely unintentional. Just go. I was trying to make a joke about quality. No, it just came out. <laughs> and then so. it was about a whisper, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a nice sequel to Clocks that classic yeah. sequel never holds up to the original. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're both probably in agreement that this is the song we were talking about yeah. a while ago. Yeah, this is for me the low point on the album. Um, and you know, like I said, listening to it a couple of days ago, I did have an appreciation. I go, okay, you know, it's not as bad as I thought, but I still don't think it's good. You know, I just don't think compared when you're on an album of classics and beautiful yeah. underrated songs, this one just is so to me, respectfully, Chris, skippable. Yeah, you for know. sure, it's. It's not one that I listen to. I'm like that. That song mm-hmm. is horrible. But it really doesn't no, hold no, up no, compared no. to the rest of them. It's not passcode. Yeah. And when, well, yeah. Oh, easy now. Um, <laughs> when you it, listen to an album twenty times in preparation, it mm-hmm. started to really like. All right, I, I can't. I'm skipping. Guess this. how many times I listened to this album in preparation? Twice. Tell me how many you listened in. Twice. How many did you listen? I don't know. How, you... Well, let me see how many times. I. It's not like I keep a running count. No, I know ballpark. Uh, probably ten. Okay, ballpark. How many I listened again? Two, one, one. <laughs> I listened to it Friday all the way through. Yeah, um, and so then you know I, I did go back to recognized. Uh, maybe ten, ten to twelve. I've got okay. like eleven listens on daylight. It's a warning so. sign. Oh, daylight. Okay, which we didn't mention. Daylight going back to Spotify. Daylight, the least listened to song on the album. Uh, according to Spotify, really? strangely enough, just interesting. I, I don't have anything to do with that. I just think it's interesting. Um, yeah, I think this song sounds really manic to me. Like there's a like yes. it feels like a yes. mental state, and I think that's really cool um, because I think it very easily, it it very well um, communicates what's going on in the narrator's head. Yeah, um, what it's what he's feeling, and and kind of the you know again kind of like with politics, there's like the calming a whisper, a whisper, a whisper. And then it's the do, do, da, da, do, do like, uh, like yeah. the, I hear the sound ticking of clocks. So I appreciate that. Yeah. That um, is a really also, cool thing. That doesn't mean yeah. it makes it hit, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And it doesn't make me want to listen to it unless I'm in that state, which when you're in that state, I'm not going, I need to get some cold play on right now. Or I need um, to, I need to get an exact representation of how, how I'm feeling yeah. to maybe make I hate it feel how, worse. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate how I'm feeling. Let's make it even worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not our favorite song. It's you know there are worse songs out there, but it's not one that yeah I care much for. So let's go on to the next. All right, one. let's get let's get into the heavy conclusion to this album. Two more. A rush of blood to the head. one's also really grown on me the last couple of days i i i this is the one this one in amsterdam when i listened to it the other day i this was when i was reminded of how great this album is and how great these yeah. two songs in particular are I, I listen to this and i just go oh my gosh this is so good um i i love the metaphor of of burning a building down or of the place crumbling and kind of looking at it um uh trying to forget certain things, trying to push away certain things to literally kill something, you know? Yeah. Um, I reminds... really love that. I'm going to buy a gun and start a war. If you can if tell me something, you can tell me something yeah. worth fighting for it. Like yeah. He's just yeah. ready to go. Yeah. At a moment's notice for whenever something comes up, but, uh, it, and, uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it, but I, there's no re yeah. Um, and I think there's a, that's the personal and the political coming together. I love the line stand here beside me, baby in the crumbling walls. I, something about that is just, um, really powerful to kind of try to kill part of you that you just cannot kill yeah. you know um and i i love just the depths i don't love i relate to the depths that you feel on this you know um i really this... like it it feels like the beginning it starts out like it feels like it could have been on parachutes and then it really mm -hmm. transitions into the sound of this album yeah 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 i agree i totally agree i think those songs like your trouble um, stuff like that really blows up here and yeah. like is really explored more in the next couple of songs. I agree. Um, yeah, honey has I like been it. stuck in my head for like two days. Just honey. Walk around, honey. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> honey. <laughs> Apropos yeah. of nothing. Just, just that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I, I, um, yeah, I love the song a lot. So I think it's beautiful. I think it's underrated. This is one that I'd, this is, so this is where I start to go. This is why this album is so personal. I think to Chris, there's a lot of personal sure. turmoil on this album. And also a song like this does seem so different in such contrast to, uh, they're not their stuff. Now it's so much different than your head full of dreams or your yeah. higher power or, um, you know, Adventure of a Lifetime, these huge, upbeat, lovely songs. This is the sitting in the depths song, right? This is when you're sitting in that sorrow and, and yeah. sadness. And it feels like the opposite of what they want to put out in the world now, which might be one of the reasons why it's um, not played as much. I don't think it's I don't think you should. It's a bad song. It should be like and uh, uh, put in time out for that. No. But I think it's hard to fit that into such an uplifting, right. um, lively, colorful set, you know? Yeah, I agreed. This is one I'd love to. This is one of those. If we ever did, like, you know, we talked about with BNL, one of those Coldplay B side tours. Um, this would be, this would be, this would be very to fun to see live. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like this going back through all this stuff mm -hmm. before we started doing any prep, I think the first half of this album, one through five, I had yeah. in my head of like, oh, that's that's what makes this album. But prepping yes. for this, I've seven green eyes warning sign a rush of blood of the head and amsterdam the next mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. have really given me a new appreciation for the album for as the, a whole. i totally agree i think the back half is darker yeah um but also really really powerful and beautiful completely yeah. agree 
So let's let's move to that last sad song. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. A band that no one has ever sung a song a town that no one has ever <laughs> sung about. Amsterdam. As <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Chris's voice really, really I mean, really powerful. That's another quiet that, Especially that segment album, you just played. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's, um, well, it's power. It's quieter, and then it gets really big, uh, and yep. then it kind of slows down a little bit. Um, right. I I love the, you know, I think somebody. I think it's looking at genius, which we try not to do, but um, it says that this song showcases the redemptive power of love, and I I do think that's actually a really good way of putting this because yeah, what's interesting to me about it, you know, kind of going in. I think this album as a whole does a great job, like we said earlier, of being in someone's head and and exploring what the protagonist not just is saying out loud and feeling but feeling internally and even the the sing you know stuck on the end of this ball and chain stood on a bridge tied to a new sick to the stomach i'm you know it won't change a thing so all that stuff but then you came along and you cut me loose even when that's being sung showing how powerful that is and how saving that can be it's still dark you know it's not like and i'm better now and life is good and you saved me and i'm better it's like i'm 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 better i am moving i'm yes yes i'm working on it but yeah. i'm still dark it's still dark here um and i really so i just love the delivery of those last lines um and then of course the um i think we can all relate to the uh um i know i'm dead on the surface but i'm screaming underneath like that's just really so that's a, yeah yeah that's a hell of a metaphor i know right um yeah i i think this is just a really powerful song um I love it. I really, really love it. Yeah, agreed. I, mean, I feel yeah. like this is one that I found that I really enjoy whenever it comes up. I'm not sure I'm going to go searching sure. for it often, but when I'm listening sure. through the yeah. album, I'm like, oh yeah, this one's. I agree. I forget this one's here. This one's great. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that about this and Russia Blood for yeah. both of them because I think you know we talked about Green Eyes and Warning Sign being kind of a couple in our head. Um, yeah, very and brief, I, you know, I feel like of... those two maybe, and then slightly lower these two. These two, yeah, I agree. Also I, I think having listened to the album in prep for this, I this is the one I wanted to listen to more again because I was like, okay. oh, I forgot how good this is and, and stuff. So I love it. I think it's really, really good. Um, and it's uh, again, it's a, I just again, I love how it the piano is beautiful, and I love how it makes you it communicates what the protagonist is feeling. I think that's great. So yeah, so that's it. That's all of 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 Russia Blood, a tight eleven songs. Um, of course, B-sides and stuff we'll talk about down the road. Yep. Um, but uh, I, again, going through it even now, I just I, a really strong appreciation for this album and the songs that are on it. Um, and uh, I think really, you know, I still I still feel whenever whenever Coldplay have a new album, I like, you know, you look at everyday life or you look at when uh, maybe not so much Head Full of Dreams, but Ghost Stories or, or MX comes out. They don't get nominated for Grammys or they don't get awards. And I always get frustrated because I'm like, no, come on, they deserve it. Uh, but I'm also a Coldplay <laughs> fan. But I do feel like this is a, you know, for all the awards that it won, it's very deserving of those awards. Um, and I think it's a very, very sure. powerful album. And like, it's the one that if I ever tell anybody, if anyone's ever like, you know, um, 
this is uh what am i thinking like you know cold place soccer that kind of thing this is what i like to refer them back to and go listen to this listen to this song and tell me that you know that they're bad it does feel like a good piece for that because if people Mm -hmm. are coming in with that they're Mm -hmm. likely having the very very popular like pop pop right exactly in their heads exactly and so then you push Mm -hmm. them back in a different Mm -hmm. direction yeah exactly my thinking yep they were up against Sea Change from Beck, Walking With Thee by Clinic, um, Behind the Music by the band The Soundtrack of Our Lives, who I don't think I know them, okay. and then yeah, Cruel Smile by um, like, Elvis Costello. Deservingly, I was like, well, I don't know what they were yeah. up against. But... <laughs> well, I think but looking sure. at this, it's, I, I think it's deservedly, yeah. yeah. Um, there was some, uh, there was a, oh gosh, the Killers were nominated for um, some Grammys back in 2006, I think, um, okay. and... I was looking and because people on Reddit were talking about it um, and I was looking at who the killers were up against when they were nominated. And I was like, that's a, uh, let me see here, Mr. Uh, All these things that I've done uh, when you were young, best rock song that would have been 2007 Grammys. So you go down to, I'm sorry, I'm trying to do this. This is trying to prove a point. So um, the killers were nominated against, Snow Patrol, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Neil Young, and Bob Dylan. You know, yeah. like, that's a hard one. And actually, that same year, um, uh, best rock performance was Chasing Danny Cars. California, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Talk by Coldplay. That was the one. Yep. Yep. How to Save a Life by The Fray. The Saints Are Coming by U2 oh, and man. Green Day. Like, you start to look at some of the stuff that some of these bands are up against, and you just go, there's, like, as much as I love when you were young, you're Stiff up against some of the hardest. Like, how are you supposed to beat that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think... Um, looking at what Coldplay were up, you know, I, I feel again, I'm a biased Coldplay fan, but I feel like the awards were um, oh, well yeah. deserved. Let's see what In My Place beat out. Uh, in my record of the year was Clocks. It beat out Crazy and Love by Beyonce and Jay Z. Um, oh. It beat out Where Is the Love uh, by Black Eyed Peas. It beat, it beat out Lose Yourself and it beat out Hey Ya for as record oh. of the year. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway. Um, let's jump in then. Let's let's start the wrap up here. Um, yeah. Do you want to go want first? Or major or minus. First? This. Your minus is definitely um, your minus is definitely a whisper, and I'm feeling like your major okay. is. I think I know. I, I have a couple that I'm going back and forth, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's the scientist. I would final yeah, answer two for two. Yes. That Good. rarely happens to either of us Good anymore. Work. Um, uh, I'm also going for a whisper much, on your minus. Yeah. Easy, sure. Easy sure. throw out. And it could be a couple, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess green eyes for your major. Two for two, baby. Two for two oh, for each yeah. of us. We nailed it. Um, for me, it is, it's green eyes. And then Amsterdam is a close second. Um, so we're, but we're then tied like, three, three points, three each. to three game. <sighs> Next week will be interesting. I think with X and Y, it'll be very interesting. But um, next next episode. Um, but yeah, I think this is like Green Eyes barely beats out to me in my place. Um, Amsterdam and Russia Blood, all three of those are tight. But then again, like it's kind of like one, two, three, four, and then like everything else is underneath it. And then you got to whisper down here. Yeah. So like it's just a really solid. God put a smile upon your face. Like poly- Yeah. Yeah. It's a great album. So um, good. Good. Love. Stuff. Love. Love it. All right, well, hey, let's move on now to our rainy day, rainy day Rex. So I'm going to recommend an album, um, and the album I would like to recommend is called Van Weezer. Uh, It is by the band Weezer, 
Um, I am, when it comes to Weezer, I have controversial opinions. I think that the White Album from about six or seven years ago is the best Weezer album. I personally think it's better than Blue. I think it's better than Pinkerton. Um, and I actually think their their um, output for the past decade has been really steady since um, everything will be all right in the end. With the exception of the Black Album, I think they've had a lot of hit albums. I think... Yeah. Um, the White Album is their best. I think Pacific Daydream is really underrated. Yep. And then this year in particular, they've had um, OK Human and Van Weezer come out. And um, we, you know, we were texting earlier this week about Van Weezer, and you were like, you know, we were kind of agreeing that I think the um, best ones were the singles yeah. that had been released. That's I, I I've kind of t- t- gone back on that opinion. I have um, a little I, bit too. I I said it after like one listen. So right. But I, same here. Same here. But yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I love I, a lot of the singles. Yes, but a lot oh, of the rest too. of the album has grown on me a little bit too. I yes, I, I I think it's a really powerful, it's a really fun album. End of the uh, end of the game, and all the good ones are amazing. I need some of that. I also really love Sheila can do it, and then the closer, Precious Metal Girl, I think is yeah. is stunning and beautiful. So, um, yeah, I would I you know, like I said, I'm a Weezer apologist. I think a lot of their stuff Indeed. is great. The newer stuff is great. Um, I'm not a big, you know, blue and Pinkerton and, until we die sort of a thing. No, I, um, and I think I like the new stuff a, more than the old grungy. Sure. Feel. Yeah. 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 I, I like them. I like a lot of it. Uh, I think it's the early 2000s, mid 2000s where they were just kind of lost yeah. for a bit. But um, but again, I love Rivers. Did, did Blue I love Dream the band. Bitcha? Blue Dream was funny. Yeah. I did this like listen to Blue Dream and those lyrics a little bit were weird. And yeah. Yeah. It came is that the one where I was like. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's the whole point of the album is like it, it's an homage to those yeah, 80s and exactly. 90s, like hard rock bands like Van Halen, um, your Def Leppards, like those sorts of bands. And I think it does a really good job of blending that stuff, paying homage to it and then doing the Weezer stuff. Yeah. You know, like I think all the good ones, like I said earlier, um, is, it, I don't, is it all the good ones are gone or just all the good ones? It's early on in the album. Just I think totally that's good. a standout to me. And it's um, it's. It's a great mix ones. of the all the good ones. Yeah, that's one of the standouts to me. So that, and then of course, the end of the game is great. Um, so check out the newest Weezer album, but also OK Human okay, is got some good so stuff. good. So um, yeah, so Van Weezer by Weezer. Uh, it, by the time this can't, this episode comes out, it'll been out maybe a month or so now, a few weeks. So very very good. Yeah. What you got? Uh, I'm going for a podcast this time. Uh, Ooh. A little, a little similar to some of the stuff I've recommended before, but I figure first time on Coldplay may be good to give an indication of some of my podcast icons. Let's do it. Let's um, hear it. So I'm going for the podcast Freedom. Uh, I knew it. I do. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> right before you said it, I said, I'm thinking he's going Freedom. Yeah. Knew it. All right, Scott yeah. Ackerman, yes. uh, Paul F. Tompkins, and Lauren Lafkus. It's just the three of them shooting the shit. More like, more like Lauren Lafkus. Am I right? <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, Woo! Cruise right past that. Uh, <laughs> they do a yeah, lot of going. like. I'm I'm a big comedy bang bang fan, so that's where I found mm-hmm. them on those uh, Scott show, and then Paul yeah. and Lauren are big guests. But mm-hmm. this one is just about kind of their friendship, and they just shoot the ship for a while, and then the yeah. second segment is they'll just play a game, a listener submitted game. Oh, that's, cool! Oh, that's cool. pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the la- the last so, one that they played I thought was really interesting. Like, it would be fun to try. Is that they oh, had? Yeah? So they pretended that they were radio disc jockeys. And yeah. Remember, like the time when radio was big, and it was like yeah. they would play a song and they talk over the intro until the words come in. Oh yeah. So they oh, would. Yeah. 
one person would have the iPod and start playing a song and the other person would pretend to be the host and talk <laughs> and try and cut it off just in perfect sync with the music. That actually is amazing. It's, it was that very so funny. Fun. <laughs> it felt like it would be very fun to try and play. <laughs> yeah, I would I would play the hell out of yeah. that game, man. That sounds like a blast. Um, is is Freedom uh, only on Stitcher Premium? Is it kind of a locked show or is it on Apple? And no, it's, like it's everywhere. It's uh, oh, like cool. Stitcher very Premium cool. gets it a little early. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I've, that's one that's always been on my list, you know, it's it's Um, good stuff. I had a friend earlier this week, we were talking about podcasts and I recommended she listen to comedy bang bang and, or no, she's no, she said she was actually, it was one of those things where like, you know, like, uh, like this week, all of a sudden you've used the word apropos like a billion times and I've never heard you say it before. (laughs) It's the same thing with, um, with Manchester orchestra where I saw it on CBB and then you mentioned it. And then she goes, have you listened to Manchester orchestra? I said, no, I haven't yet. But they've been in my head recently because they were on this podcast. Yeah. And she goes, which one I said, Comedy Bang Bang. She goes, oh, I've heard a lot about that. I, I'll try to listen to an episode this week. And I was like, I, I said, go for it. It's great. It's it's fantastic. But like two things. One, it did take me a while. Like you try yeah. to get me into it. I didn't work. I listened to Are You Talking R.E.M. Re.Me. And then that got me into yeah. CBB. But two, like right now in May 2021, what do you send someone to get them into CBB? Like what is well, there like a now guide? is a is good time like... because of just okay. the timing of because the anniversary episode is just fucking chaos and those are always fun right that just that's, came yeah. out and it's still i bet the year end stuff is still on there so you okay. can send either the anniversary app or then breaking off the year with jason manzoukas and annie daly those are always good oh yeah and i like that Hondo. one yep that's the one that, and then yeah. the new year mm-hmm. yeah 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 there's there's some decent stuff to start off that's yeah. still available that's because you iTunes. know some of the bits like you know the one that i listened to the most recently was the one was manzukic uh manzukic 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 or manzukic manzukic hey, um for the um the 600th episode yeah, yeah. the ding the <laughs> the ding ding man um and like the ding ding man or was it yeah ding ding no it's dink, dink. is it ding ding man okay ding dink man there it is yeah um was that episode but like even andy daly's characters were doing bits from other episodes from yeah. previous ones and so like even if, if yeah, i say listen to seven, that one you're gonna go whoa, whoa, whoa. episode and they come in every Jeez. every hundred those two come back yeah and Andy yeah. has like and it's always characters a... and now it's just turned into all of his characters come back at once so yeah. he plays 20 and you, people on the same show to... And it's I think all I bits from previous this to you stuff, earlier. But it's just chaos. My favorite part of that hilarious. whole episode is when Andy's doing characters back and forth, and Scott tries to jump in, and then Jason goes, "No, Scott, let them figure this out," oh. because he just makes Andy talk to himself in a billion different ways. So, um, not only CBB, but specifically Freedom, Freedom. is your recommendation. Yes. From the sound of it. Great. <laughs> so, listen to Van Weezer, listen to Freedom, and um, as we've said before, you know, um, write in. Uh, I, I just, I also want, if, if you've made it this far, I want to, again, show appreciation for everyone who's listened so far, um, sharing the episodes that we've, we have on Reddit and the discord, like the, 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 it's what I said early on before we even posted any episodes anywhere, the fan base, the community of this band is so damn awesome. And like, it was immediately obvious when that happened. So thank you to all of you who listen, who continue to listen and, and please, like we've said before, Write in, go to our Facebook page, Coldplay R Us. Um, write Coldplay in R to Coldplay R Us. At G- exactly. And, you know, send us your opinions. 
argue with us on our Reddit posts. Like, you know, again, we want to, this is what we love about this sort of stuff. So thank you for listening. Hey, how dare um, you? I am going to do the, whisper. yeah, love to see I am the song. whisper champion. Yeah. I would too. Genuinely. I'd love to hear yeah. someone's, someone. No, not, one of not sarcastically. Um, yes. Yes. Genuinely. Right. Um, I will say um, I'm going to do the normal podcast thing. If you guys do enjoy it, why not just hit that subscribe? Why yeah. not? Like, give it a review. Give those five stars. Do Go this, back and check out the Band Days episodes. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. I'm a big fan yeah. of it. <laughs> um, no, but but for real, yeah. If, I mean, again, if you feel like it's worth it, give it five. If you feel it's worth, hey, if you feel like it's worth three or four, give it three or four. We're yeah. we're we want honest reviews. We don't yeah. want you to lie unless we've sent you no. a check previously. Yeah. Um, and we haven't done that quite yet. We haven't figured out who we need to bribe yet. Um. So yeah, well, no uh, that being said, no one's come in with the three stars for us to bribe them. To we need to bribe up. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's true. Don't say that though, because people will do three stars and then be like, <laughs> well, look, shit, we got to give them, we send you a check for $20. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So next time X and Y, um, yeah. a controversial album. I am very excited to get into that. One. I'm really excited um, to get into X and Y. Yeah. I, that's going to be, a, that's going to be a lot of fun. In my head, it's very good. So I'm excited to start it's, again, for it. Yeah. Yeah, same here. It's, it's, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> so thank you guys as always. Thank you for listening to us uh, just chat and talk about Coldplay. Yeah. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll and um, Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.